Her name was Jacqueline Amey Rosemary Cal Fantin. She was one of many people fleeing from starvation in her home country of Guatemala. Severe droughts had killed their food crops, coffee crops that they relied on for cash and had been hit by a fungus, so there was little money to buy food. Violence and crime were everywhere. Fleeing from a life worse than death was their only hope. When she arrived at the border station in New Mexico, she was apparently healthy. But the border station had problems with safe water. Its workers wouldn't drink it or wash their hands or her clothes in it. Within hours, she had a fever of over 105, and she was no longer breathing. It was too late. A seven-year-old girl died, hungry, poor, sick, in detention, because she lacked one simple thing that we take for granted. This. Would you pray with me, please? Generous God, God of hope, love, joy, and peace. We know that we can't do everything to heal everyone in this world. We have our limitations, but you are a limitless God that calls us to look at the world through your eyes so that our lives may never be the same. Restore our faith to us today. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. In our new Christian year, this season of Advent, we're here to open the gifts of faith. Amen? As we prepare for the coming of a child named Jesus, our Christ, our Savior, our God, we're here to reflect on how much we see the image of God in ourselves and in God's world. We're here to refresh ourselves in spirit and in flesh so that we can reflesh ourselves and claim ourselves as children of God, connected to all children of God in spirit and flesh who need the salvation of God. And as we use these tools of Christian discipleship to open our gifts of faith, gifts that connect us to God's plan for salvation in Jesus, we may begin to realize something powerful and important. God's offer of salvation in Jesus isn't just for us. It's for everyone, everything, everywhere, even and perhaps especially a little girl who walked a thousand miles in search of salvation. Jesus is coming to save her, too. Maybe this is why people don't want to seek faith out so often today. 
maybe deep inside their souls, or maybe not even that deep, we know that opening the gifts of faith opens a can of worms, right? That we don't really want to take off the shelf. We have excuses, rationales, traditions, comfort zones, and often many friends and family members who can give us any number of excuses why we should not open our gifts of faith. And so, we reflect just enough to see what we want to see, and no more. We refresh, but just enough that we feel recharged for a few days. Because, after all, if we look any further, if we looked around at the flesh that needs God's salvation as much as we do, it would mean taking responsibility for what the gifts of faith give us. A sense of belonging. We belong to God. Amen? We belong to each other. We are one nation under God. But we are just one of all nations under the God who wants to claim us all as children of God. So accepting God's we as people who really believe in Jesus Christ, it takes our blinders off so that we can never again unsee God's we-ness. We for Christians opens the gifts of faith and gives the box away to someone who doesn't have anything to put in a box. We for Christians strips away our illusions of terminal uniqueness, our vain dreams of being a superstar of some kind, our false stories of moral superiority just because of where we happen to have been born or to whom we were born. We for Christians accept that we celebrate the reason for the season, Jesus, as a humble, poor child coming to a manger, a place where animals eat because we, like any humble person, need to be restored to the life of Jesus. As God's children, we belong in God's we. We need the reason for the reason for the season, salvation from certain destruction through faith in Jesus Christ. Now, for some people, that word salvation has lost all meaning. For some, perhaps it's a code word for, you're in God's club now. You're okay. For others, perhaps it's something that those other people need. But for the prophet Isaiah, who called out to the lost people of Israel, trust in God's offer of salvation was strong enough to protect a whole nation like a shield, satisfying enough to quench the thirst of a nation broken by destruction and slavery, like the most satisfying drink of water imaginable. Isaiah spoke for God and said, you will draw water with joy from the springs of salvation, and you will say on that day, thank the Lord, call on God's name, proclaim God's deeds among the peoples, declare that God's name is exalted. Salvation is being able to drink from God's fountains of hope and love, and joy, and peace, born of Jesus, no matter how hot 
and dry this world gets. What do we need restored to us through faith in God's salvation in Jesus? What do we need to shop for spiritually that can help us to really open up the gifts of faith in Jesus Christ this new year? I will share my own shopping list with you in a few minutes, but for now, you might want to get an eraser on the back of your pencil for your list as you put it together. After all, faith helps us to see that what we need to have restored to us are things that we don't buy ourselves. Things that we can buy ourselves can help us, can help our church, and can help others in very real ways, just like that little girl, Jacqueline, desperately needed some real help in order to live, and not just prayers. Our shopping list for faith will go deeper and wider so that we can restore our belonging to the we that makes her drink of water our second nature. John the Baptist, in our reading from Luke's Gospel, starts our shopping list to restore our Christian faith. John the Baptist had seen the effects of Israel's failure to open the gifts of faith, a moral, spiritual, and social failure that had produced hypocrisy, oppression, and arrogance among his people. And when people came to John to repent for their failures, they asked John what to do to open the gifts of faith. And he said, produce fruit that shows you've changed your hearts and your lives. And don't even think about saying to yourself, Abraham is our father. Being in God's club like that is not enough. We aren't born into God's family. We are reborn into it. Amen? Amen. To everyone, John the Baptist said, share the basics of human dignity with everyone. Food and clothing and, yes, water should be given to others like our own children because they are God's children and so are we. The corrupt, the brutal, and the greedy must treat people fairly. Baptism is just the beginning of being the we of God. Walking the talk of God is our salvation. Failing the walk, to walk the talk, is not belonging, a failure of God's we. John the Baptist saw what we need to see, that preparing for the coming of Jesus in our hearts was not just a matter of setting our alarm clock for midnight on Christmas Day. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus, the God of heaven and earth, is coming. Coming as us to be with us and for us and for everyone. Jesus, the one who came to us to die for us and for everyone, is coming. Jesus, the one who now sits on the throne of God's universal love and judges heaven and earth, is coming. What will we have in store for Jesus when he comes? What do we need to restore to our lives and to God's world so that 
Jesus will rejoice in us as children of God. This is what John the Baptist asks us to consider. Are we preparing the way of the Lord? The Lord who can save us all? Our shopping list for restoring the gifts of faith will grow and change as we become more like children of God and prepare for the joyful coming of Jesus into our lives. The full armor of God, which we learned about in our summer sermon series, will certainly be an important item on our shopping list. But most of God's gifts of faith will come with a little label attached to it, a familiar label to parents getting ready for Christmas Day. Some assembly required. Restoring the gifts of faith requires us to work with the ingredients of faith on our list as we try new ways to put things together in faith. Restoring the gifts of faith will always reach a point when we realize that we need others to help us understand how to rise from our failures and try again, reaching for new tools, new ingredients, again and again, learning all along the way. Through faith in Jesus Christ, we belong to God. Through faith in Jesus Christ, we belong to God's world. Through faith in Jesus Christ, we belong to God's plan for the salvation of all of creation. And we can restore what we need to open the gifts of faith so that we can help God in ways small and large to have this earth preparing for the Christ child look more like Eden, flowing with pure and sweet waters of faith, filled with the fruits of faith, a joyful way of life in which we can rejoice forever. Reflect, refresh, restore. And when we celebrate the coming of the Christ child, Jesus, rejoice! And belonging to God's story, a story being born again and again and again through faith forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Our hymn of response is wild. This is the season when we hope to restore our gifts of faith. And in your answer, maybe a few things that I'm shopping for. I am a disciple just like you. I wear the funny shirt and occasionally that long thing. But I'm just a disciple like you and I need you in faith like you need me in faith. So here are the sorts of things that I hope to shop for in my new Christian year. I pray that I can shop for purity what harmful, soul-hurting habits, relationships, and choices can I drop this year and restore with life-giving and loving habits, relationships, and choices? How can I invite God and others into this process? I pray that I can shop for devotion. How can I develop a pattern of stronger discipleship through reflection, prayer, study, and faith groups that will help me to love God as God already loves me? How can I invite God and others into this process 
And I pray that I will be shopping for service. How can my service to the church take me away from the busyness of activity for activity's sake and help me to focus on connecting my life and my family to our community and God's world in the life-giving ways that God does? How can I invite God and others into this process? I pray that I can shop for celebration. How can I set a time, time and spirit for me and my family to celebrate from our hearts, our lives, and our faith as gifts from God? How can I invite God and others into this process? And last but not least, for the beginning of my list, proclamation. How can I prepare my mind and heart for moments when God is calling me to share my faith with God's world in ways large and small? How can my restoring my gifts of faith help me to be ready for these moments? How can I invite God and others into this process? Our list of restoring our faith is an opportunity to find the joy of faith a day at a time with God and others. And I urge you to shop along with me so that we can all shop together. Amen. Amen. It's time now for the prayers of the people. Time when we lift up our joys and concerns and the joys and concerns of our community. We pray for uh, Dorothy, who runs the gift box just down the street. She's undergoing some tests and prays for prayers of protection and healing. Uh, we pray for those mourning in the family of Keith. Uh, Bern Bernarda. Bernarda, thank you. Hold their hearts in your prayer, which are hurting so tenderly, as are the family of Leo Dissidents. Thank you so much for helping me. Their family is mourning as well. I ask for continued prayers for Emily as she undergoes her treatments for whatever cancer may be in her body after her operation to remove the tumor from her brain. From our community, simple prayer that we pray for Victor Rosado, one of hundreds of people who came. A prayer for Darlene Francher, I have a broken heart. Mark Francher, Fancher in a lot of pain. Roger Fancher, a broken arm. There's a lot of brokenness, but there is hope and there's love and there's healing and there is power in that healing. And we are that power in prayer. Let's pray. God of amazing abundance, we thank you for everything that we have here today. We thank you for the love in this place, the love in all the wonderful families that are here today, the love that people have for this church, and the love that flows out from this church into your world. We thank you for the gifts of faith that have sustained this church throughout the years. We thank you for people's willingness to grow in faith so that new generations can come into your kingdom. Christ. 
We thank you for all the opportunities to pray for people who can be a part of your healing plan. As much as the world hurts, oh Lord, as much as we look at the world and we see that we fall short in serving it, we know, dear Lord, that through, through faith, through open hearts, we can find a way forward that looks more like your way and less like our way. Help us to put aside all concerns that we have about not getting our needs met and help us to have faith that you will meet our needs and the world's needs if we trust in you and in one another in Christ. We pray for these things in the blessed and almighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us as we sing now.